Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to the show this week. Golly, we are sure making our way swiftly through the month of December, are we not? <laughs> Do you have all your holiday shopping done yet? Over the past week, I'm getting all of the emails from the retailers with the, are you getting that warning saying, last day to order for shipping, to receive in time for Christmas, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> I mean, it's sure gotten interesting with shipping times this year, hasn't it? Like as the powers that be anticipated, this is not news, but still, hopefully you are seeing good turnaround times and not having too much trouble getting your Etsy orders out the door. Not regarding my choice to close early this year at all. Um, but I am rooting for you. It's the home stretch, guys. Don't be shy with the vacation mode. <laughs> Do I sound like a broken record? Or at least, you know, you can always deactivate, you know, some of the products that take extra long to get out the door if you need to give yourself some space or push out those turnaround times, whatever you need to do. Well, today, new topic, we are talking about this question that gets asked a lot. I hear it all the time. And it's an excellent question. Many of you want to know if Etsy is better than Shopify or some other form of e-commerce website that you personally own. I get asked this all the time. I see it in the forums all the time. Okay, so what's better? Should I get on Etsy? Is that a huge risk? Should I be opening my own shop? What is better? And we are gonna tackle that subject in detail today. So real quick, I know we're all at different levels of, of knowledge, right? In terms of selling online, in terms of being in business. So I wanna break down the difference between a Shopify store versus an Etsy shop for anyone who might not know. So Etsy is considered a marketplace site, just like Amazon, but with a very different clientele, as you may have noticed, it's the online version of growing, going to a craft fair and getting, you know, your own stall, setting up all your stuff there, displaying it, and then selling your products to the shoppers as they come through and they walk by. And it's not your job to host the fair or tell people about the fair or get visitors to come through and shop. The craft fair, the people who organized it, they provide the space and the shoppers and you just bring your stuff to sell. It's easy, pretty quick, lower risk, low barrier to entry for you. You know, you pay a, a fee to get in and then you just set up and, and go with the products you've got on hand. That's Etsy, essentially. You can jump on the site, create your own shop, and Etsy provides the space to sell. It takes the payments for you. It provides the traffic and shoppers who will buy from you. You know, so long as you have products that people want to buy right now, title your products with the exact same words that shoppers would use to describe it, have photos that make your product look inviting, price your products fairly for what, for what it is or in comparison to the other shops that are selling it to, and provide a turnaround time that's reasonable, that's your job. 
the major pro of using Etsy instead of your own site is that that's all you've got to take care of. And so we're going to talk about some of the cons later, but the plug and play nature of a marketplace site is ideal for small business, especially if you're just getting started. So Etsy is a marketplace site where they send you the traffic. They bring the shoppers. And Shopify or any site that you create your own store as an individual site, you're paying for the hosting, you're setting it up, you're taking the payments. It's simply called an e-commerce site. Okay, so Shopify is, is an, there are many of them. Okay, there's so many different ways you can do this, but Shopify is excellent because they actually provide so much of that basic infrastructure for you to sell online. There's less to build, but you could, if you were a web developer or were um, a new one, well, you could build or, or wanted to pay for one. I should add that. I mean, you can certainly invest in it. You could build e-commerce sites into other sites like WordPress or Wix or anything from the ground up, any site where you pay, for, you know, you buy the domain, you pay for the hosting. And you can just tell from that, that that little description right there, it's a lot more technical than just putting your stuff up on Etsy. Okay, it's a different skill set. So there are a ton of benefits to this though. It, but to have your own site is going to require more technical skills, more graphic design skills. You're gonna have to build the shop or have someone build it for you. And here's the key. You also have to be able to find the shoppers on the internet, tell them about your shop, get them to come by your shop, compel them to purchase from you, take the payment, and so on. A lot more to it. So and I would argue the hardest part in that list is actually the finding of the shoppers and getting them to come to your shop. So this is going to mean either you're going to need to build one heck of a social media following that's engaged with you, not just there, but engaged with you. They trust you. You'd have to have spectacular SEO or search engine optimization. You'd need to be able to work with influencers and know how to partner with them to sell your products. Or you might, you might ideally do a combination of those things. That's your basic breakdown of Etsy versus Shopify for the, you know, for the inquiring mind. So if you want my basic answer to which one is better, here's what I ultimately think. When you are brand new on a smaller budget and you don't know your way around e-commerce yet, especially if you don't know a lot about marketing, then Etsy is 100, 1 million percent the place for you to start. It's easy. You can get some experience. You will learn so much just from setting up there and trying some stuff. But if you're the person who wants a long-term business that will grow and you want to depend on the income, you, you're ultimately going to want to switch or move towards, not necessarily switch, but for sure move towards a Shopify site or your own e-commerce store of some kind. Um, I'm going to get into this more of uh, how you can work work your way into having both, but that is the better long-term strategy. So the bottom line is, I think both are best. I think Etsy and Shopify are both awesome, depending on where you're at in your journey as, your, as an entrepreneur, what your goals are right now, what your skill level is. So um, that's what I think. For the, for the rest of the podcast today, we're going to walk through some different pros and cons of each. Like, let's get into some more of the details. But there's the bottom line, if you like the bottom line. So number one, what does Etsy cost versus Shopify? So to all of my detailed people who are wondering, what is the actual difference in cost? This is, we're going to go dry here for a minute and we're going to talk about it. So this is as of December of 2021. So keep in mind, things can change and will change. 
so do your research, you know, if you're tuning in at a later date, even literally January of 2022, things could change. So do your homework, but this will give you a sense. It's probably not going to, you know, dramatically change. So it does not cost anything to, I mean, upfront to just create an Etsy shop. You can build it for free. And the way that they work is that Etsy costs 20 cents every time you publish a listing and you make it active for, for people to buy. So to put a product up for sale is going to cost just 20 cents. And then that listing, it will expire after four months and it would cost another 20 cents to renew it again. Then once a sale is made, Etsy is going to take 5% of that sale as a transaction fee. That's their cut in my opinion, a fair cut for what they give you, that's their cut for providing the marketplace, the infrastructure. There are also, and this gets a little more complicated, payment processing fees, which vary by country, or more specifically, they vary by the location, you know, what country your bank is in. And it's covering the actual cost of running the financial transaction. So you'd have something similar in e-commerce with your own site called merchant services fees. So this one's about a trade, okay? If you're in the United States, the payment processing fees on Etsy are 3% of the total purchase plus an extra 25 cents. And it pays the company that is in charge of creating the, the relationship, the money transfer from buyer to seller, from their from one bank to the other bank. Well, from one bank to Etsy's bank, ultimately, right? Because then they're going to send it to you. So they're creating that transaction. Now, Shopify, it's going to vary a bit. So you would need to look at this, but it's they have different payment plans based on the level of business you want to conduct. But the basic plan, you know, if you were, if you're listening to this, you're probably just really getting started anyway. So the basic plan is going to be a $29 a month fee. You pay, they do have a free uh, trial which is, which is nice. I think that's a nice feature, but then it's going to be $29 a month, whether you sell something or not. And then their plan, um, or, or I should say that $29 a month plan, you'll also have a transaction fee like Etsy, but it's going to be uh, 22.9% of the sale plus 30 cents for each purchase. Those numbers are going to go down if you upgrade to a higher monthly plan. So as you move into selling a lot more, and you're moving into a higher monthly fee from the $29, you're gonna see the percentage they're taking go down. And if you do some basic math over time, if you're selling a lot, that's that's an asset, that's a good thing. So um, there are not currently listing fees for Shopify. You don't pay to put something active, you're just paying that monthly deal. However, I will say, and this was something I didn't think about but uh, when I opened a Shopify store, but something you should account for is that you may, find yourself wanting to add plugins to your site and they can cost you some extra each month as a monthly fee or some of them are a one-time fee. Now a plugin is like an add-on feature to help your site perform better or get you more sales. For example, you'll most likely want to have a plugin for building an email list and it may or may not cost money. You might add a plugin that creates a pop-up message when people come to the site because those are great for getting people on an email list or taking advantage of an offer. You might, um, well, there, there are all kinds of bells and whistles and, and some of them will cost extra. I won't, I won't do an exhaustive list. So I wouldn't begin to suggest that, the, you know, it's not that Shopify nickels and dimes you at all. I don't think they do. It's actually amazing that they provide a space where you can integrate other services into the site 
they provide where you can make your store exactly what you want it to be. It's really nice because there's not a whole lot you can do to customize on Etsy, right? You get what you get. My, my six-year-old says, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. And, you know, she says that when it's convenient for her, of course. <laughs> but that's the Etsy experience. Uh, Shopify, you might pay a little more, but you can have it your way. You can customize. So in summary, in the beginning, Shopify is going to cost you more. Upfront investment, in time launching it, and then you'll still have the challenge of, of getting your own shoppers to your site. E Etsy is going to be easier and cheaper from that initial entry point. Um, but as you grow, Shopify will be far more cost effective. Now, for those of you who really like to research, I'm probably still not even detailed enough for you. And I am going to link in the show notes some uh, links directly to Etsy's fees and Shopify's fees so you can see even more how they break that stuff down and you can dig in further. But now you don't have to go hunt for it on the interwebs. Number two, which one is easier to set up? You may be, you may already be sensing the answer to this one. A lot of my e-course students and podcast listeners I talk to are, they really express that they're at least a little bit intimidated by the tech aspect of setting up a store. Some of them even feel that way on Etsy. Um, and that's a, an important consideration for you as you compare Etsy and your own site like a Shopify. I will say, in fairness, Shopify has to be the easiest e-commerce platform I've ever seen if you want a standalone site. I was amazed. They make it so much easier than WordPress or building a site from scratch. And so I do think, in fairness, I do think the average person who finds Etsy easy to maneuver around to work in the back office, if you find it easy to work on Etsy and set that up, you will find that building a Shopify site is only a touch more difficult than that. Uh, but the bottom line is you will be dealing with a lot more graphic design you'll need to do to design out the site. App integrations, URL setup, you know, if you're going to buy your own um, website name and you're going to want it to point so it's not just some name.shopify, you know, you want it to be a little more custom, that's going to take a little more setup. You, you could also jump on fiverr.com though, you know, hire someone really inexpensively to do that piece for you if it was really a lot. But it is a piece there. And then just the general tech, you know, that an Etsy, Etsy shop requires, um, or a, I should say a Shopify shop requires, it's going to be more. And so if that feels overwhelming to you, or you know that you'll really need to have the money to hire someone to take that step, then Etsy would for sure be an easier place to get started. It's easier to set up. It's easier to start. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Perfecting Pinterest eCourse by Sophia Lee. Okay, so I'm particularly excited about today's sponsor because if you use this resource correctly, you could completely blow up your Etsy shop with sales. No joke. If there was ever a game changer for Etsy success, it is Pinterest and learning how to master it. Before I tell you more, you need to know I have quite literally spent over $1,000 on Pinterest courses over the years several thousand on blogging courses. And I learned a ton. Most of them were valuable. I don't have a whole bunch of regrets. But earlier this year, I was introduced to the blogger, Sophia Lee, who started her blog in college and has killed the game. Four years later now, she's earning 70,000 plus per month, per month from her blog. I was intrigued. <laughs> so I bought her blogging e-course and her Pinterest e-course because A, I was curious about her strategy since her blog is so lucrative. And B, I could not believe how reasonable the price was. 
Like, wow, compared to what I have spent before, it was an absolute steal. I also have a blog in addition to my Etsy shop. And so I learned early on that Pinterest is the most powerful way to get readers to your blog. And it's one of the best free ways to drive traffic to your Etsy shop. So the reason I partnered with Sophia Lee today is because I went through her Pinterest course and it was outstanding outstanding. I'm not kidding. Outstanding. It was packed with so much value. I would recommend it to my best friend. I already recommended it to my mom who took it and loved it. And I have zero reservations recommending it to you either. So if you have not tried promoting your Etsy listings on Pinterest, which is some of the best free traffic you can get, or you still need to learn how to build strategy for Pinterest, I cannot recommend perfecting Pinterest enough. Sophia Lee built her Pinterest course to teach bloggers how to promote their posts, but what you'll learn directly applies to your Etsy listings too. In all the places where she is linking a blog post, you'll do the same with your Etsy listings. I feel confident you'll get a ton of value out of it. You can grab my link down in the show notes and check out the course info today. It's immediately available to you, and I am so excited to see what a difference it makes. Number three, uh, we're going to talk a bit about vacation mode. Do you want or need flexibility for your business? So another consideration here is whether or not you want to run your business part-time or full-time or seasonally. Um, That should impact maybe which way you want to go here. So what kind of flexibility does your life require? What would happen with your shop if you wanted to take a family vacation or needed time off for illness or to take care of a family member? Etsy has a built-in vacation mode feature so that you can put your shop on vacation when you, whenever you want or need a break. Everything stays exactly where it is in one place. It is literally the, fl- the flip of a switch. You move a little radio button on your site and it turns it into vacation mode and you can easily set up autoresponders and messages. It's so easy. And this is a huge benefit of being a part of a marketplace like Etsy. It's something that I use constantly. If you want to learn more about vacation mode and exactly how it affects your shop, you can check out my podcast episode three for the full rundown. Um, That is also linked in the show notes if you want to just go grab it there. A lot of people think it hurts your shop to use vacation mode. So I wanted to clear the air about that with you. Um, When you, so, so alternately, when you run your own site, taking breaks is not going to be as straightforward. And certainly you'll have more flexibility once you hire help. People can fill in for you. But for most of us, at least in the beginning, we are solopreneurs and we wear all the hats. It can get exhausting, right? So Shopify, in contrast, it doesn't have a vacation setting. There are some workarounds. You know, you can, one of the things that you can do is actually change your site from being just open to the public to password protected. So no one can visit it unless they have the password. But I mean... Obviously, you've got to do what you've got to do, but I feel like if a visitor came and found that, it might affect their comfort level in coming back again, you know, unless it was really clearly communicated in your social media what was going on. So, there, but it's a workaround. And then Shopify also has a pause store feature, but it is not available to all sellers. Um, and it's not entirely clear to me when you'll get that feature or how it might work for you. And you literally have to go in and change your membership status with Shopify. So it's definitely not the flip of a switch that Etsy is. So just something to think about. You know, you've got to take your whole life panoramic into consideration when you're when you're choosing which way to go. Number four, 
Do you know how to market your products yourself from ground zero? Okay, so if you are multitasking, now is for sure the time to come back to me. <laughs> this is by far, like this should just be the entire episode. This is the, by far the number one most important thing to consider if you are just getting started or you've done great on Etsy because you know how to leverage the marketplace. You know, I, I want you to have this expectation for when you move into your own space that just because your pictures are great and your keywords are great and your titles are great and your reviews are great, it's not necessarily going to just translate to Shopify. So when I first started my sign shop, um, for those of you who may not know me yet, I have a, an Etsy sign shop for the past six years that's been a full-time income. But when I first started it, I had a growing blog, you know, probably 20,000 page views I was getting a month with a targeted audience, people who would, I, you know, in my mind, love my signs. It would be a, a natural crossover. And so I actually started my sign shop just on my WordPress blog. I hired a, a web developer to enhance my site and add the WooCommerce framework, which is basically just a plugin that would accept sales and have a shopping cart. And it's very robust. And then I also, I had a Facebook page with over 20,000 followers and um, even more people on other social media sites as well. So I thought I was set. I thought I had all the ingredients to successfully sell my signs on my own site and that I could hit the ground running. I was just going to market to these people who were already there, already following me. But guess what happened? <laughs> Absolutely crickets. <laughs> I maybe had three sales in three months. It was so uh, demotivating. And the reason was that I didn't know how to market. I had some decent traffic and followers, but they weren't actually the right ones. And they were visiting my site from Pinterest to read about stuff I'd written about parenting or marriage or spiritual growth. They didn't even click over to the sign shop. It even with a big bold, I sell signs. None of this traffic was, was getting over there. So what did I do? I, a few months later, I launched an Etsy shop to see how that would do. And slowly I started making more and more sales and I studied my rear off to master my listings and my keywords. And then within 12 months, I was making a full-time income on Etsy. So the major question you need to ask yourself is, do I know exactly how to market these products without having a marketplace to help me? Do I have an engaged audience on social media? Engaged, keyword, they're interacting with you. They're not just there. They see your posts, they interact with your posts, they trust you. Do I know social, uh, not social media, well, yes, social media, but also do I know SEO, search engine optimization, like a boss? Like, do I know how to find the right keywords, use the right keywords, put them in, get them indexing on Google? And then from there, do I have a great email list that I can leverage or know how to work with, or, or this is another one, do I know how to work with influencers to market to their audiences? So you've got to have these skills to be able to just go plug and play on your own site. Um, alternatively, you can decide, you know what? I'm okay to go super slow. I'm going to learn as I go. I don't mind having having things not work. I'll keep testing and I'll get there when I get there. So if you don't know exactly what you're doing with marketing, you know, or you know, you have plenty of time and patience to figure it out, then Etsy is a hundred percent again the best place to start. Learn some stuff, earn some money as you go. Um, that's what I did. I think it worked really well. So just because you um, start on Etsy, it doesn't mean you can't grow to your own site down the road. You know, you're not locked in forever, baby. You can earn as you learn. <laughs> 
So that is hopefully helpful to you. Um, the marketing is, that was the big kicker for me. And I've been in the online space already for years. So number five, this is where we're going to switch gears. You know, so far I've really been tooting the horn of Etsy, but I'm going to really move into, you know, what are, what is the major advantage of Shopify? Why is this a discussion? So our number five is what do you actually own? Um, in terms of if you're on it, if you, if you have an Etsy shop, do you own it? If you have a Shopify store, do you own it? And why does it matter? So this is one of the biggest selling points of having your own site like Shopify. You own it. Every day in the Etsy forums and even in coaching, I hear about shops, new and old, established, like been there for multiple years, making Etsy tons of money each year. They're being shut down by Etsy. It can happen without notice or explanation, which is frustrating. And the insinuation is, you know, the shop broke some form of the community rules. And I get that. You know, obviously we want the rules enforced. It protects all of us. But I have heard plenty of stories that are really upsetting of people who have successfully run their shops for years. They haven't changed a thing. They are highly, you know, high integrity people and they got shut down out of the blue. Why? Because Etsy owns the playground and they get to decide the rules. So it does come with a risk involved. And my best advice for you, especially as your business gets some legs, it starts to grow. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. When you have your own hosted website or Shopify store, it is yours. And our world has gone a bit wonky, right? <laughs> but in theory, I can't, I can't guarantee you, but in theory, no one can shut down your website if you're not breaking the law or causing harm. And the same goes for your email list. That you for sure own. And in fact, I would say, you know, as soon as you start building your Etsy shop, you should start building your email list. You don't have to have a website yet. This is a little known fact that will help you so much. You can go jump on MailChimp, which is a wonderful provider that will help you start an email list. And they have a free version, so it doesn't have to add to your bottom line there. And you can build everything you need right there. It'll help collect contacts for you. It'll help you create a little landing page. It'll give you everything you need, links. And then you can go and create a, um, a coupon code for shoppers that that join your list. So you put it in your Etsy shop announcement, in your about section, inside your listing descriptions. Um, you know, you could even you could even buy an easy to remember URL. You can just go buy it from GoDaddy or someone. And then you can set it up at GoDaddy to point to that landing page that you created with MailChimp. And you could then put the URL in your photo gallery. So they can see, you know, if you go to one of my vanity URLs is farmdecorsigns.com. And that goes to my Etsy shop. And so I could put that, if that was pointing to my email opt-in where they can, you know, they, the landing page you, you create with um, MailChimp and that's where they would put in their name and their email. And then they would, it would automatically send them an email to get a discount code. So you could then put that vanity URL right in your photo gallery because that's where the where shoppers all look. If there's anywhere they're always going to look, they will not necessarily look in the descriptions or your shop announcement, but you could even market your email list within your gallery of each listing and people will join your list to get the discount code to order your product. So you just need to nurture that email list as you go with a message. You're just going to email them one to four times each month. Consistency is going to be more important than how many emails you send. And that puppy is yours. You'll own that list, whether you stay on Etsy forever 
You can still, you know, um, drive traffic to your shop without needing to depend on Etsy. If you move them over to a shop, another shop, you're set. You know, if your Etsy shop gets shut, shut down, you still have your list. You can keep reaching out to them. You can redirect them to your new Shopify site once it's all in place. So huge asset there. You want to own your business. Number six. So what is the best strategy? Ultimately, the very best thing you can do is use both Etsy and Shopify if you're trying to build a long-term business. If this is just a hobby for you, you will not depend on the income at any point. You know, you just want to keep it simple. Then just stick with Etsy. It's going to be hassle-free. And if you get shut down, no big deal. You can figure it out from there. But if you have bigger goals and you're just getting started with your small business and you're new to selling online, here's what I want you to do. Start your Etsy shop first. Take that time. Learn some SEO. You you could grab my e-course. You can really sharpen your skills. Learn about the photography and how to stand out in the feed against all your competitors. Now, I'm going to teach you how to set up your listings, what search terms you need to use and how how to find them and how to update them. Um, I'm going to show you how to compete in your niche, you know, how to figure out what your competitors are doing and then find your, carve out a space for yourself in there. I will mention while I can, if you, if you want to take my course, you should grab it now because in the new year, the price is going to go up. It's been at a discounted launch rate because I just launched it this fall, but, um, it's it, it grab it. It is going to go up and it is linked in the show notes, or you can just pop over to how to sell your stuff.com and you can look there at the store. It's called listings that sell. Um, so get yourself some sales. So you get yourself launched, you start learning, find out what your best sellers are. They might surprise you every single time. The things I thought were going to do best. It was never, it was always something different. So um, you're going to use it as a, as a laboratory Etsy. Okay. And you're going to start really growing your knowledge base, your skills. You're going to start making some money. And then here's what I want you to do as soon as possible, as soon as possible, start building your email list before you have another website. And you can use those strategies I talked about earlier in number five. Then once you're up and established, you've got a couple hundred sales or so under your belt. You, I promise you'll know when the time is right, all right? You're going to feel that little, that little voice is going to be in your head saying, hey, it's time to start that Shopify thing. And then you're going to start creating your own site. And you can use your Etsy shop and your email list to start driving traffic that way too. And at some point, you can decide, so long as Etsy doesn't decide for you and <laughs> shut you down, you can decide, does it make sense to keep selling on both? Or is your own site busy enough that it makes way more sense to close the Etsy shop? And this is what I recommend. It's a hybrid solution, so to speak. And it's your best bet for leveraging the best of both worlds and covering your rear end. So there you have it. I hope you took away a bunch of ahas and got a lot more clarity on how to structure your business. I thought this was so fun. It's such a common question. And hopefully you feel really equipped now to go make those decisions and take that next step in your business. Just remember, ultimately, Etsy isn't your business. Honestly, even your website isn't your business. They're both tools for executing your business. So you should leverage the advantages of both. Have a great week, my friends, and I will catch you next time. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. 
If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.